Hey everybody, I'm Eric Arno, and this is Blank Cassette, the podcast that takes a close look at your mixes to get the stories behind the songs. Got another day early release for you this week because it seemed timely. On this episode, we're talking to Springfield, Illinois lawyer and election judge Craig Colbrook about his Election Day 2016 playlist. Uh, Today is one year to the day since that election, as your Facebook memories may have alerted you, uh, and it seemed like the right time to look back especially in the light of last night's off-year elections in a number of states which seem to indicate the beginnings of a turning tide, hopefully? I don't know. I'm not a pundit. I'm a podcaster. But it uh, seemed good from where I was looking. Uh, Craig feels democracy, capital D, in his soul, and people like him have been on my mind a lot the last couple of days, so now he will be in your ears. Remember, if you've got a playlist you'd like to have featured on Blank Cassette, we'd love to hear from you. Just send an email to mixtape at nerdalogs.com with a track list and a brief description of why the mix exists, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. You could be the star of the show. And as always, if you'd be so kind as to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it. That helps more people find our show, and we think it is a good show to find. Uh, I hope you all get something out of this look back to a year ago, and I hope it helps you move forward to next year. My name is Craig, uh, and this is my Election Day 2016 playlist. of election work. I'm an election day legal monitor, uh, which means I'm I'm a lawyer who makes sure everyone gets to vote. Uh, So I spend most election days driving around from polling place to polling place, making sure judges are doing what they're supposed to do, making sure county clerks are doing what they're supposed to do. So I need music as I do this, and I kind of try to make a playlist for each election and theme it around things that happened or things that I felt during the campaign. The inspiration level for a lot of these songs, there's a couple different threads here. Some of them are pretty specific to the 2016 campaign and the candidates that were running then. 
And I think as we go through those songs, like you'll you'll notice that they're a little more painful now in retrospect. Um, there's gonna be like a funny, like you know, how they felt at the time and how they feel now kind of thing. Uh, then there's a group of songs that I think just kind of generally say something interesting about America or really articulate what I hope America is or what it could be uh, in an interesting way. And then there's some songs that are, they just kind of almost do a nice story arc about like struggling and hopefully triumphing. And they're good for election day because they get you wound up. I mean, like, you know, election day is a competition like anything else. So it's nice to have some some pep up songs. Um, and I think now in the era of resistance, they take on a new and so- somehow like deeper meaning to me.
Stevie Wonder, signed, sealed, and delivered. I mean, first of all, it's Stevie. Um, it's great. Everyone knows and loves Stevie Wonder. Uh, but this was Barack Obama's campaign song, and um, as much as I was rooting for Hillary, and I, I still like and respect Hillary, Barack Obama is my guy. I worked for his 20, 2004 Senate campaign. He's from Illinois. When I, uh, when I got my... Uh, bar license when I was officially inducted as an attorney, uh, the person who was presiding over the ceremony said, now remember, you're joining a fraternity that includes Abraham Lincoln and Barack Obama. And that really meant something to me. So um, I've always like had a, uh, look, I'm not close to Obama by any means. Like if you put like the the cast photo of the Barack Obama administration, um, you don't even see, like, my elbow on the far edge. But he always, like, means something to me, and I think he's always going to. Um, So one way I look at 2016 is we've got to protect what he's done. We've got to, like, make sure that he gets the respect that's due to him. Uh, And so this is another song that looks a little worse in hindsight because, well, we didn't. Brooks and Dunn, Only in America... That song was featured in Barack Obama's 2008 acceptance speech at the Democratic National Convention. He gives his whole speech, uh, then everyone cheers, and the balloons come down, or they might have done fireworks at that point, and that was the song that played at the end. So that was the song that played as like he and Michelle and Joe and Jill were you know waving to the crowd and all of that. And that was the first time I'd ever heard that song. I am not a very big fan of modern country but it's a good song, and it's one of those songs that I think articulates something about America uh, in an interesting way. Um, and it's not exactly like a new notion of America, but it's an important one. Uh, the key line to me is um, sort of at the beginning of the song. Um, it's like, you know, one kid was born this way, one kid was born that way, one kid might end up in prison, one kid might just be president. Uh, and that's... That's a sentiment that we all like about America. Like, you can come from anywhere and be anything. And I like that they embrace that, but I also like, you know, a lot of country has that, like, raw, raw patriotism, but, like, one of them might end up in prison. Like, they're not shying away from this could not work, too. Yeah. 
Bruce Springsteen, Long Walk Home. I'm, I think um, 60% of my relationship with Eric is based on a shared love of Bruce Springsteen. This song isn't completely about America as much as the next Springsteen song on the list is, but it has um, one important line that has that he's used a lot in describing America, and I think it fits for what I envision America. My dad said, son, you were lucky in this town. It's a beautiful place to be born. It just wraps its arms around you. Nobody crowds you. Nobody goes it alone. That's how America should be. We're in it together, but we're not in each other's faces about it. And since that song came out, he's used that a lot uh, when he's talking about America. Like when he endorsed Obama in 08, he said like, Barack Obama shares my vision of America, a place where nobody crowds you and nobody goes it alone. And since he started using it that way, I'm kind of like, yep, that's, that's what I want America to be too. Thanks, Bruce. Congress. For ten years, King George and his Parliament have gulled, cullied, and diddled these colonies, and still this Congress refuses to grant any of my proposals on independence, even so much as the courtesy of open debate. Good God, what in hell are they waiting for? Sit down, John. Sit down, John. I 
say vote yes, vote yes, vote for independence. Somebody open up a window. I say vote yes. Say out, John. Vote for independence. Consider yourselves fortunate that you have John Adams to abuse, for no sane man would tolerate it. John, sit down, John, from the 1776 cast recording. This is a uh, fun song because it's so it's from 1776, which uh, was sort of uh, the Hamilton of its day because it's a musical all about the founding fathers. It's all about writing the Declaration of Independence. Um, and this is the first song on the album. It's to display um, how all the delegates in Philadelphia just could not stop bickering and arguing with each other. And John Adams, who's the central player in 1776, he's urging everyone to start voting for independence. So he hollers, vote yes, vote yes, vote for independency. And, I mean, this is a song that is exhorting you to vote. Like, how could I not put it on an election day playlist? And it's just so thrilling that he's hollering, vote yes. Um... And then at the end, there's a little uh, run of dialogue, because John Adams in real life was a prickly guy who kind of fought with everyone, and in this um, this musical he does that, he's combative and he's argumentative and he kind of gets on everyone else's nerves, um, because he just keeps saying, we gotta vote for independence, and he won't let the issue drop, as, well, he shouldn't have, and, you know, he was right in the long run. But at the end of this song... Um, he goes on a rant about something like, you know, one useless man is a disgrace, two useless men is a law firm, three or more is a Congress. Then, then like, thank God, you should all thank God you have John Adams to abuse because no one else would take it. And they're like, you know, we've heard all this before. And one guy yells, will someone shut that man up? And John Adams yells, never. And that is a way to be. Especially, I mean, in anything in life, but especially if you work in politics, figure out what you believe, and everyone's always going to try to shout you down. Everyone's going to try to, like, roll their eyes at you, and just don't shut up. Just stand for what you believe and argue it as long as you can, as long as you have breath in your lungs. What are you changing? Who do you think you're changing? You can't change things. Trying to clean the ocean What do you think you can drain it? Well, it was poison and dry Long before you came But you can wake up behind the bar Trying to remember where you are Having crushed all
Titus Andronicus, A More Perfect Union, it's the last verse that really uh, gets to me. Uh, I've seen the enemy, I spotted him through the trees, I thought I'd gotten, gotten away, but they followed me to 02143, which is the zip code of where he lives now. Remember when Barack Obama was elected, we started talking about a post-racial America, and that was always a bunch of hoopla, like, I mean giving one black guy a job doesn't mean racism is fixed but we had actually thought that we'd if not beaten something we'd made an important break with the past and we have i mean don't get me wrong like that was a watershed moment in our history but the enemy followed us like our demons are still there and then um the line is none of us shall be saved every man shall be a slave when they hang Jeff Davis from the sour apple tree, I sit beneath the trees and weep. There's a fatalism there. And certainly, like from election day to inauguration day, I couldn't disagree necessarily with that fatalism. And I don't know that I disagree with it now. But then we get to the next few lines, and that's the important part. So if it's time for choosing sides, and to show this dirty city how we do the Jersey Slide, if it deserves a better class of criminal, then I'ma give it to him tonight. That was an important line for me, like th through the transition period, um, because, like I said, I had honest-to-god panic attacks about what was going on. Because there's just at the highest level of our government, there's no more belief in democracy and freedom of speech and freedom of assembly. Um, if they thought they could get away with it, they would shut it all down. 
Um, and I struggled with that. Um, but eventually I decided, well, I'm not capable of shutting up anyway, so I might as well just keep doing what I'm doing. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, they need a better class of criminal, I'm going to give it to them tonight. They can do whatever they want to me, but they're going to need to bring more than a couple of guys. And by the way, let's be clear, Donald Trump doesn't give a shit who I am, nor should he. <laughs> I am not important, but I am going to keep doing what I do. And then at the end, rally around the flag, we rally around the flag. Um, it's this embrace of a very old patriotic song, but kind of cast in a new light. And in terms of like where we're at right now, the resistance and all of that, I really like it because it's pointing out that we're the patriots here. Donald Trump's working for the Russians. I mean, pretty much literally, he's a Russian agent. But we are the ones who are really fighting for the America that we love and that we believe in. Then we wrap it up with uh, Woody Guthrie, This Land is Your Land. And after the, the, the bombast of A More Perfect Union, you know, it's so quiet and sparse. It's just this guy and his guitar. Um, and it feels to me like after the, the war, so to speak, and after the fight, and after all of this bullshit, like, what's left? Just this one... Uh, thread of something and uh and this is again this is like being aspirational but i hope that you know at the end of the day when all of this is over a woody guthrie like sentiment for america survives that after all the noise and all the bombast and all the bullshit regardless of who's right and who's wrong at the end of the day there will just be this notion that this country and its destiny is ours to shape and that that idea as simple as it is as sparse as it is will endure through everything else and that when the dust settles that's what's still going to be here her diamond deserts all around me her voice was a sounding this land was made for you and me You've been listening to Blank Cassette, a proud member of the Nerdalogs family of podcasts. Blank Cassette is co-produced by Eric Arnaud and Ian Williams. Special acknowledgement to honorary granddaddy producer Gary Lucy. All the music you just heard has been presented for critical and historical purposes only. If you want to hear complete versions of the songs, check out our Spotify playlist for each episode or buy the songs through your favorite music retailer. Supporting the arts is the best. If you'd like to hear bonus material that didn't make the final edit of the episode, head on over to patreon.com slash nerdalogs. Your patronage supports the existence of this show and others that we work really hard on. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week. This land is your land and this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from Redwood Forest. Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me.